Welcome back to My Brother's Friend and I, the podcast. I'm the eye in this situation, Trevor, alongside my brother's friend, Corey. What is going on? Hello, Trevor. Hello, hello, hello. What is up with you? It was your anniversary yesterday. How was that? Anniversary yesterday. That was good. Four years in the books. Pretty wild. Whoa. Pretty wild. Your whole high school through. Yeah. Yeah. An old bachelor's degree through also. Not including, but one or the other. Yeah, one, one or the other. I just skipped high school completely and <laughs> just went to college. Yeah. You you made up for it by taking a few extra years in college. Hey, I took, yeah, a little bit longer <laughs> in my master's, but not in my undergrad. Yeah. Nathan took longer in his undergrad. And then we caught up and finished at the same time. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's, it's an even race. <laughs> it's an even playing field. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> What's up with you, though? Oh, just uh, first week of being in Indianapolis and then going into the office. So I went there. I didn't go anytime last week just because I was getting settled in. But went twice this week, and uh, it was just absolutely riveting. Yeah? Yeah. It is cool, though, because our office is near things that I can eat. So, which is, which, there's there's restaurants near me. So Near things that you can eat? Like, there's things that you can eat around you? <laughs> well no no like yeah you know like if i when i'm eating at home like if i was working at home like in bluffton my mm-hmm. options for lunch are basically restricted to fast food of like arby's wendy's mcdonald's subway mm-hmm. and taco bell correct yeah okay because you can't really do a, a sit down restaurant really and like you, you don't have very many options there they don't really do like pickups and stuff what are you talking about there's Ch- the chinese place there's luke's there's yeah, which I know they they have those, but like the they're not place? exactly like get going for your lunch break kind of thing. It's not a quick. It's not a quick sit down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like here is weird though because they have so many more options of like things you can just go to get to eat, like a Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Chipotle's um, good stuff. And Noodles and Company. <laughs> I've never been to a Noodles and Company. You've never been to a Noodles. No, oh, man, they're really good. Nathan is not a fan of Noodles and Company. Why? I, he I've said, only heard good things about them. I know. He just said it. He just, I don't know. I, I only just learned this a couple of weeks ago that he doesn't like it that well. It's, I mean, it's, he says it's real. It's like average for the price you're paying. So, <sighs> which I don't know. I got Noodles and Company today for lunch and it was, it was pretty good. So <laughs> are you a, are you a eat out? kind of person for your meals or what's for it depends on what if i'm at home i usually just make something like i'll just okay. make a sandwich or something but if i'm at the office then it's just a pain to pack so i just go and eat somewhere because there's so many restaurants near me yeah that's so much money you lose though man uh, you see though do i though yeah i mean yeah but... yeah you do. <laughs> but if it's like twice a week which is all i go in then it's not that big of a deal that's fair. That's fair. So you're only going in twice eat. a week? For right now, I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm only going in twice, and then I'll probably go like three, and then probably cap out at like four. So uh, is the delt getting to you? Um, I don't know. We haven't had any. I haven't had any problems with it, an exposure to it. Um, but uh, and I don't know if anybody in like the office has gotten it or anything. But the people that have been sick, but they all tested negative for COVID. So they interesting. It wasn't that, but. <clears throat> But yeah, most I mean you have, we had to like do like stuff to get in there, get in the office, you had to be like vaccinated and stuff. So gotcha. 
which doesn't bother me. I'm vaccinated. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting because we're back on campus teaching classes, full swing of things. First week I've had three cases. Oh, geez. Yeah. Geez. Three of my 25 students already have already out down for the count, huh? Yep. And so it's, it's just wild. And then um, we have mask mandates in our, um, our county now. So anytime oh, okay. you're in a building, you have to wear a mask now in our county. And then on campus, it was that way anyways for mm-hmm. further notice. And on Barstool UNCW today, <laughs> they posted a Snapchat. Someone Snapchatted our chancellor in the dining hall with a bunch of students. Chancellor was not wearing a mask. Oh, no. That's a All tough the look. students were. That's a tough look for sure. It was rough. It was... Uh, it's not rules what you for want. thee, but not for me. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it sucks because you're an employee and the employees are like the ones, especially like the highest of the high, you, you got to do it. Yeah. You, you know? got to at least like try, at least put it like even over your mouth or something. <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing. There's nothing there at all. That's, That's tough. tough. That's not a, the best look. That's for sure. But no, no. It Maybe sucks. that means he's against the mask mandate and someone else impl- implemented it, not him. I would say he is slightly against it, but I think a lot of people are very much for it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's wild. We've had 300 cases in three days. So surveillance, we've done surveillance testing in the university. Anyone who's not vaccinated is required to do surveillance testing every week. And then anyone (laughs) who wants to, there's free testing available. Yeah. 300 cases in the last three days. Jeez. That kind of sounds similar to what the like Bowling Greens is. I don't really know because I, I don't, I was like, I'm not there. Then it's changed right. since spring. Yep. So like, I mean, I don't, I haven't kept up with it crazy. Um, I've tried to, but at least like know what's going on for them, but I don't know thing. how their, how their cases are. I just know like the, which is nice that the rules are a little bit different for like, if you're vaccinated or not, which makes sense. You should be, it encourages people to get the vaccine. then. So right. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and spew. You should get it, but I got it. So, <laughs> and now <laughs> it's FDA approved. Sense. Is FDA yeah. approved now? So, exactly. So, no more excuses, right? <laughs> there, are, there are less excuses. There are less yeah. reasons, I think, and it's, it's, it's fun sure. hearing about that and not going into too much detail. But it's, it's interesting hearing the people who are still against it and yeah. the reasons why, and a lot of the reasons why are not true. Yeah, it just is. It's all over the place, but um, it's interesting. So uh, this has nothing to do with anything we we're just talking about, but um, I wanted to transition out of this because it, <laughs> it was teetering politics. It so, um, but uh, there's something that's really funny that goes on in my apartment complex, and I just thought it would be fun to bring up on here. Bring it on. So um, every it's like a few times a week, but I know it's at least once a week, um, usually on like a Sunday evening or like a Thursday evening. I think it was the last time they did it. Um, so maybe they'll be out tonight, but it stormed all day. So maybe not. <clears throat> um, and uh, there is a group of like four or five, like 40, mid 40 year old men. Okay. And they all go around the pool. They go out of the pool and they grill and play beer pong and drink and grill and listen to like 2000s rock music. <laughs> and it is just the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Have you hung out with them yet? No, no, I have not. But uh, I've I've been I've seen them because I because my apart my my apartment looks over at the pool like I can see the pool from my apartment. You're the crazy so guy I, that stares out at the pool. 
no, that's suspicious. I'm saying as I see these old dudes <laughs> just sitting out there grilling and talking and stuff. And it's just so funny. Like, it's just like these guys, like, I, I feel like they just, it's nice though. You know, these guys are looking forward to this every week. I have to imagine like, it's just something fun they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the interesting thing is, I wonder if they all live in the same place or if like one of the dudes lives there and they all come hang out, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I see them there and it, you need, it, you need to start hanging out with them. I, I don't need to. I mean, it would, it would certainly give me an insider track and information on what's going on there, but I don't need to do that by any means. <laughs> you, you do. That's your homework for this week. Is... <laughs> That's not, no, I'm not doing that, <laughs> but you can, uh, you can bring them on the podcast. Yeah, there we go. I'm sure that'll be quite the treat. I'm sure that'll be. You we know, can we can do the next week's we can do the next week's podcast on Sunday, while they're playing beer pong. No, oh, yeah, there we cool. go. That'll be a real treat. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Screw that. <laughs> but uh, it is funny though. They just they just sit out there and they're loud. Like it's like a frat, like a bunch of frat dudes out there, but they're like 45 year old men. <laughs> hey, maybe they just missed their calling. It's just funny. It literally in my head, and like these guys are like. There has to be like a group of like four or five like divorced dads. Like it, it, I, I have a feeling they live here, and they're like by themselves. <laughs> yeah, that. So that was a. There was a couple guys when we lived down in Florida. We lived in this tiny little um, apartment, but it was in this huge complex, and they had a mm-hmm. they had a little gym. Um, it was nothing crazy nice, but I go in and work out there, and there were these two older guys in their fifties, probably. And both one of them was married question mark. He would wear a mm-hmm. ring sometimes. Um, it would always come off when girls would come into the gym. <laughs> oh, that's and the other dude was definitely not married. And he was definitely trying to get the other dude to either divorce his wife or <laughs> like it, it, there was, there was some, there was something going on where like An interesting they, dynamic. I imagine yeah, they, they, he always trash talked his wife first ex-wife whatever and the other dude was just like yeah you just gotta get rid of her just gotta get rid of her just like no matter what and like as i've learned as you get older that everyone talks about their wife or husband i mean it's it's reciprocated both ways you never are gonna love that person you are always gonna love that person potentially but you're always gonna have these things that drive you nuts and so it's it just escalates i think when you're in a group that is all in the same situation because then they'll it fuels the fire. But yeah. I think I think the one dude was divorced and it he was just like fueling it to a the tenth degree because he was just like, Yeah, just give it her, give it her. I'm I'm great now. And I'm like, dude, are you really that great? You're hanging out with this uh other dude lifting. And they <laughs> <Sorry>. were <laughs> they were grunters. That was the oh god. Oh no, those are the worst. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like 90% like, of the reason I don't want to work out at a gym. It was a twofer. Of, yeah, that's like that's that's double bad. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So what you're telling me though is that if this this mystery man gets divorced, it's probably gonna be a large majority due to this guy. Yes. <laughs> this other yeah, guy. And, I, and I don't know if that dude's trying to get with the other dude, you know, like maybe yeah. he's playing for maybe that's like why he wanted to get divorced for other reasons. Yeah. But, <laughs> maybe it was a home record. But yeah, it was it was a very weird situation and it's i feel like it's always the older guys that just are like that way they just don't you know care. They, yeah they, yeah they just talk about whatever and just they're going their, their yeah. midlife crisis is these at the same time though or, or one's going early and they're like you need to be on this train too 
yeah basically is what it sounds like so interesting do you you believe in midlife crisis do you do you think they happen do you think that it's getting younger this is i i feel like it's happening what you hear is it's getting younger and younger, or it's like you have quarter life crisis now. Do you believe in that? So I don't, I, I didn't know about this, but now that I'm thinking about it for the first time, I feel like it is true. I would, I would say so. I think people are very much more like um, quick to quick to change things than they used to be. Like, I feel like um, what it means is like people that are like, like the generation above us is like, you find a job and odds are you're going to stick with it and you're going to live in the same place for 50 years, you know, your whole life basically. Yeah. And I feel like now it's starting to get to the point where like you, a lot of people will change places. They live they, like frequently they'll change locations. They'll live not. And then definitely works. They live like, like, like jobs. And I think the, the turnover on jobs is increasing quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you hold a job for a couple of years. Like it used to be like job hopping was if you got a new job every five years. Yeah. Job hopping now is like six months. Like yeah, you could, yeah. You could switch your job every year or two and you're good. Yeah. You can switch your job basically right after training. And it also depends on what industry you're in though, because Correct. Like if you're, Correct. you're jumping around like, you know, some of the industries where you got to be, you, you know, you, you work your way up, then you're going to look bad because you know, you're, you're not like a, you're, they're going to just be like, Oh, we're not going to hire you because you're just going to leave here in six months. But if it's a job that's quick and turnover, like a lot of the like tech comp like tech things are turning into um they have very very high turnover <laughs> yeah yeah tech is tech is ridiculous and it's i mean that's what alora does for her job is recruits people and she does like the cleared stuff which is even higher and more and but like everyone jumps for a dollar like yeah yeah it's like it's you, crazy if you're like hey i'll give you a dollar an hour more or five thousand dollars a year twenty thousand dollars a year they're like i'm out i'm gone not even like it's very minute amounts and you're like cool gone done yeah yeah i don't think i could do that i think i need a a a a decent chunk of change to change but uh it also depends i think a lot of like where you feel with the company like if you well if you don't feel a value then it's really gonna not matter where you like you're gonna jump probably for less money (laughs) but yeah um, yeah but like i feel like a lot of it is just like if you don't like what you're doing even like if you just don't like the work you're doing then trying something different is always an option yeah but i I feel like to go kind of back to that like midlife crisis kind of thing i think it's i think people are I think we've had the mentality and we're like, I think our generation is in this weird line where our parents' generation was work for money and then do whatever yeah. you want with your money that you make. Yeah. The generation below us is completely like empathetic, like do what you love. If you make money, cool. Yeah. Money doesn't mean anything. And then we're in this weird zone where we're, we like, we see our, we see parents or friends parents that are loaded and we're like oh i kind of like that and then yeah. <laughs> see these people that like oh i'm gonna do what i love and they're passionate about it and they like just love to do whatever their passion is and no they're not living in a mansion but they're you, you just see them they're happy you're like yeah i'll be like that and they're like but also i want to be happy in the mansion while do like and it's yeah. <laughs> and so i think like our generation is kind of jump jumping between like what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And I think you'll do people will do one and then they realize how unsustainable it is in either financial situations or in your mental health situation. <laughs> yeah. And then you jump to the other and then you freak out because your identity is gone. And I think yeah. like 
that's what's happening more and more and more. It's just like burnout and identity loss and like all those different things. It's, but I, I see it more and more where I'm starting to see people who are already switching jobs. Like they went to college two years ago, they graduated three years ago, they graduated and they're already in a new job and a completely yeah. different field. And it's just like, yeah. and it's, and it's not just like, because it's because like their whole mentality is just like 180. Yeah. Yeah. That's what there's a, there was a, uh, there's a lady that works with me that like she was, I don't know. I remember what industry she came from, but it was something completely different. And then she just didn't like it. She's like, I don't like this. I'm going to change. <laughs> so now she's in a completely different industry. <laughs> and, uh, it's just, and she's only like, I think she's like three or four years older than me. So like, you know, I mean, it's your age it's changing like that pretty quickly, which is crazy. I mean, it's, but, it's tough. I, and, and right now it's tough too. It's hard almost right now is like a it's it's almost like this uncharted zone where nothing really counts because at the end of the day, COVID's still happening and things are not yet back to normal. So if like someone changes jobs just because he got laid off and <laughs> you gotta you gotta make ends meet, you know. So like yeah. if you if you go into a different field, it's either you gotta or you want to kind of thing. Yeah. And I think um I, I think like kind of what you were saying about the middle ground makes a lot of sense. And the reason why I say that is I feel like our generation or like us, our age group, I'm going to, I'm going to group myself in with your age group because I'm pretty darn close um, yeah. is like, um, or like we have this similar, like I'm not the young kids and I'm not the old, you're not the old kids. So we're in the same boat here, but I think, um, I think people are like for, for like us, they'll get a job they may not love but they're not going to save the money. Does that make sense? I feel like people are much more like much less about retirement and they're more about spend money now. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm not I saying you are, I'm just saying like in general, I feel like what, what, it's a little bit of both, like doing what you love, not necessarily work-wise, but doing what you love as in like traveling and spending money and buying things you like, and then also making money is, I feel like that's kind of the middle ground is people are willing to spend their paychecks. <laughs> So I think, I think people are just redistributing their paychecks. I think that yeah. might be it. I think people are still saving. And I, yeah. I know a lot of people that still rent, still have an apartment, very minimal on these things and go on a lot of trips because that's what they want to do. But I know that a lot of them still have a really nice retirement they're building or yeah. they're throwing in investments, crypto, something. But I think the difference is, is we work kind of, Laura and I kind of went down the older generation path, in my <laughs> opinion, that we grabbed a house and we grabbed yeah. a big income sucking thing. Yeah. Where a lot of people are like, dude, I'll live with five roommates. I'll pay 50 bucks a month in rent and I'm going to travel every other week, you know? Yeah. And, and so, but I think both of there's like, those are the polar opposites now. Like everyone's buying a van, a camper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people are retrofitting a, a bus, an old bus, a camper, a van, whatever. And they're living out of that because they'd rather travel and do the, all this stuff. They're still definitely saving. That's the part that people don't see. Yeah. I think is like a lot of these people are saving a lot of money because we're not gonna have social security. So I, like, yeah, th- that's where everyone's at is like, I'm going to save and figure out how to reinvest wealth. Um, yeah. And like when you're living on nothing, like you're, yeah. you're living on nothing. I mean, travel expenses, it takes so much, but like at a, at a certain, at the end of the day, if your rent is, really low and you're making way over that then eventually it's gonna it's gonna help you out there in the long run yeah and that's what that's what i 
I've really gotten interested in, and I'm still trying to plan out how to do it of like figuring out just being cheeky with your money, like figuring out, like it's hard for us because we don't want to give up the luxury of like having a house to ourselves, but there's so many people that make so much money or save so much money. They buy a house and then rent out all the rooms in it to roommates and that pays the mortgage. Yeah. Like there's so many people doing that stuff nowadays where I think yeah. our parents' generation never did it. They did what Laura and I are more doing. We're more traditional in that situation where it's like, we want to build a big house for ourselves, kind of thing or for our, yeah. our family to come. And so they funnel all that money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird that our generation is, our generation is so hard to understand because there's like no in between. It is weird. There is a lot of variety. And I think, I'm not going to be, I'm never going to be the, the $50 a month and travel every weekend, but, but I don't think I'm also going to be like the, 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 I mean, I'm going to be smart with money because I was a business major. I feel like you have to be, or your, almost your degrees is just jam, <laughs> but I feel like You'd for be the most surprised. part, like I, I want to be smart with my money, but I also want to like enjoy it because like I could save my whole life, but I can't have my twenties my whole life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's going to be your next, your next big challenge is figuring out what you want to do. If you want to get your family situated or if you want to go travel and do whatever, because that's, that's what's also happened. Our generation slipped in that way is that we're not having kids till 30, 40, or they don't have kids at all versus like our parents were popping out babies. (laughs) Well, my parents were an exception. When, when, how old were your parents when they had you? I was going to say that my parents would also be an exception. You're good, yeah. Your parents are older too, but like a lot of parents popped them out at 20, 22. Yeah. I would, I would much rather be the, the like tail end of my twenties, early to thirties than I, that I do it so that I can have time. Well, not only time, but I can have resources. I can, that's yes. a lot of years to build up money. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not just spending on the kid right away. Right. And I think that's some of our generation is our, us as kids grew up without having a lot of the money. And so like their parents were going paycheck to paycheck because they were 20, you know? Yeah. And so they didn't have the wealth built up. Yeah. And now, crazy. and now the kids are like, yeah, we're not having that as our life. We're going to build a ton of wealth and then have a kid. And then yeah. sometimes they just miss it and they don't even have the kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. Here's something. But, Did uh, you know, and I'm just ignorant on this one. Do you know you can sell your sperm? <laughs> sell it? I didn't yeah. know. I, I do donations. I didn't know of donation clinics. Is that just like, is that, is that, is that what it's selling is? Essentially? Yeah. You can so like go, donating blood when you or, or when you donate like plasma, plasma and they pay yes. you five hundred dollars. It's like okay, yes. you're not doing that out of the kindness of your heart. <laughs> yeah. Do you know you could do I, that for sperm? I did not know that actually. I don't think I knew that. I feel like it would actually maybe I did know that because I like thought it was I, free. I thought it was going to be free. Like that's one of those things that like I never looked into it because when I thought of that, they're like, oh, it's free. Because gir- so women you can sell women can sell their eggs, and they get yeah money well i would have to imagine those are worth a lot more because guess, guess how much <laughs> guess how much they're worth i honest to god have no idea <laughs> it's like five to ten thousand dollars per recovered egg jeez that's a lot yeah of money. yeah yeah but you only have a limited supply of those <laughs> sperm it's like i think it's like 50 bucks a donation yeah but still is, 50, <laughs> 50 bucks a donation dude i never knew about that yeah yeah, Corey, you're rich. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I I would donate. Yeah, it's that's yeah, that's weird. It would be, yeah, that's strange. I don't even know what to say to that. But I didn't know you Welcome. could do that. I that pulled out. Yeah. I pulled out left field. It was something that came in my head, and I was like, you know, I don't. Yeah, you I, know, what would be funny though is like if they paid you fifty dollars, but then you had to pay like child support. <laughs> for your 300 kids that would be rough that would be rough there are some people out there with a ton of kids that have donated a lot exactly i know and now i know why they donated a lot because yeah i i wouldn't be money i could not do that yeah share the wealth i share the wealth yeah i'll give everybody my jeans my Corey jeans hey share the wealth good lord i don't know i love that but I, I couldn't do it. I would not be, I would want to know my kids and I wouldn't want to have half of me running around everywhere that I don't know where they're at. Here's a phil- So here's a philosophical question to go off that. Do you think because a kid is biologically yours, do you really think it's your kid if you don't know it? Yeah, I still feel like it is. I don't, it's, I know it's not because like, you know, you give them up for like adoption and stuff. And those are like, I, at a certain point, it's their kid. Like, you know what I mean? It's their their child and it's not the same. But like, I still feel like it's it, like like in my in my mind, if I were to do that, then I would be like, this is this is at least half me running around. <laughs> Fair. It would it's be like, interesting to know the nature versus nurture aspect, though, if it would right. turn out like me if it turned out like the parents. <laughs> yeah, because that's I mean, that's a lot of it is like. Is it your kid, though? Because you, I mean, technically your biology is there, but like you contributed nothing to their life, nothing to their, their maturity, to their emotional intelligence and like anything. Yeah. And like, I I understand like philosophically, yes, but I feel like it's the same as like a dad, like leaving, you know, you, you, you had the kid, like they left before it was born or whatever. You know, it's like it's still your kid, even though you're just a dead bee. It's not the well, same thing. It, you're but, not a dead bee if you're doing it this way. <laughs> right, well, that's the thing. <laughs> you put an emotional attachment on leaving the mom. I guess, if, okay, I guess that's if true. you are donating, you you knew the mom knew, everyone knew that there was no involvement. So you are innate. You you have no purpose other than I guess that that's, okay. a biological thing. If if someone leaves. That is a that, that has emotional contribution to it, I think. Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't think of it that deeply, but I guess that makes sense. But I still feel like in the back of my mind, I would know it's my kid. You know what I mean? Like for me, maybe I like I think the kid would not think any different, but I would think different. Does that make sense? But how would you know you had a kid? Well, odds are you're going to if you're <laughs> donating that much. <laughs> Sometime it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I don't know. That's an interesting question, though, but uh, very interesting. So similar to uh, things we don't know anything about. I'm curious. So I saw this TikTok that claims and you're a marine biologist. So I want you to answer the question for me. Oh, the eels. I was curious. Yeah, apparently these people don't know about eels. <laughs> apparently scientists just don't know how they reproduce or they Correct. don't know. Correct. They don't know like how they live half the time. They can go from salt water to regular water <laughs> yep yeah so yeah. what's the deal with that you're a marine biologist Give me so <laughs> so this yeah so i actually know a little bit about it so eels eels are a huge business like eels sell for a lot of money um for mostly in like the fresh fish market so sushi um 
and just fresh eel is a really big delicacy in a lot of island countries and stuff like that. And so they go for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Aquaculture, growing of fish, corals, invertebrates, anything in a in a farming setting. So it could be either out in the water or it could be like on a land-based place. Aquaculture is like where a lot of growth, like food production is going. Um, so tilapia and things like that have been going towards that. And they're trying to do it for eels because if you figure out eels, you have a lot of money there. Yeah. Okay. How you develop these strategies for aquaculture is you study them in the wild, then replicate them in, in the aquaria, the, the tanks. That's what mm-hmm. we did. That's what I did with corals and have had replication happen for corals. And I actually, for a long time in undergrad, I wanted to do fish and I saw eels because it was money. Nobody knows anything about them. They don't How know. How is that they, even possible? They don't know where they go. They don't know their larval stages. That was my kind of specialty in grad school is like larval stages of things. They don't know the larval stages. They don't know the development. They come in and come out randomly. So a lot of development that they've been able to find with like different fish is they'll catch them in different stages of growth. Mm -hmm. And the issue is, is they're catching these eels in different stages of growth anywhere in the world. So they can't even like track like, Hey, (laughs) At this point, they're at this depth or in this area of the ocean. They're everywhere. Nobody knows. And all of a sudden, there's just an influx of eels again every year. So they fish and catch them, but they don't know how to grow. They don't know anything about their life cycle. <laughs> That's so weird. But I also like that. Then they can't just like abuse it and exploit it. But, like- <laughs> it's, but, it, but it's literally like the Sasquatch of the sea. You don't know where they're going. Nobody <laughs> knows anything about them. It's, it's absolutely wild. And like, um, I used to work next to a deep sea lab in Florida and the deep sea lab would randomly catch eels at different stages. And they're like, yeah, I didn't know that they're going to be at 500 meters. At- That's down. so crazy, man. Cause I, I like in the TikTok they said that like, there was like a stages of eel, but, and they, they had them and they didn't know that there was the same like species. Like they didn't know it was the same kind of thing because they, it just randomly was like, this it looked like this and then all of a sudden it looked like this and they didn't know that they were one after each other or whatever yeah and now so so it we'll we'll figure it out Uh, scientists will always figure it out um now is it going to then pose more issues that's what i love about science is scientists are really good at figuring things out but then when you figure one thing out then it like spirals into something else that you're just like now i don't know this um (laughs) they'll figure it out there's so many different molecular techniques and stuff like that. That's the other problem that's coming in is like, we're getting so specific that it's like, Oh, now these two eels that look identical are two separate species because of molecular techniques, nothing that you can Mm -hmm. physically see. And so they're just like shooting themselves in the foot a little bit where they'll find, they'll figure out one part and then I'll then divide into two again. But eels are crazy. Eels are weird. Eels don't, know what's going on oh and by the way right now coral sex is happening throughout the world so fun fact for you nice that's mm-hmm. good to know the one time a year that corals have sex is happening well it, it happens more than once a year but like one of the events is happening in Ew. like a day or two in a day it's that specific uh yes and no I could, do a, I could do a whole nother podcast on yeah we don't need this specific. we don't need that i, well, I all that's gonna happen is me and me giving the same argument as nathan that coral are garbage <laughs> they're not garbage <laughs> they need to be they're it's survival of the fittest and they're not following evolution i don't know how they're still alive 
there's some that are following <laughs> evolution and there's others that are just falling out. Um, yeah, but they're very important. I understand that. I know. I know, but whatever. <laughs> but so are eels and we don't know anything about them. Yeah, that, that was cool. I was just curious about that. See, I want to know what you, what you yep. information you had on that because I had no idea. I didn't know that people didn't know about them. I thought they were just like, they just, they were just a type of weird. Yeah. Like they, sea they, slugs. The main thing is they just don't know their, their reproductive stages. They don't know where and like what causes them to reproduce, reproduce and like where they do it. That's so weird. That's right. so cool, though. I think that's cool that we there's an a fit like, there's an animal that we've known for a long time, but we don't know how it works. Yeah, I think that's fun. That's like, and a very yeah. important animal, like a very money driven kind of thing. So like, yeah, I hope they don't figure it out. Then they, they will can't exploit it. <laughs> they they will. But then, is the exploitation if they're not harvesting from the ocean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do the same thing, they have the same problem over there, everywhere. I don't know, I don't need to talk about it. whatever. <laughs> but all right, well, that's all the time we got for today. <laughs> We're over. We'll bring yeah. more philosophical questions next week. I'm gonna rack Good Trevor's Lord. brain. Good lord, yeah. Just wait. I got a B plus in uh I got a B in philosophy in college. So <laughs> next week Trevor is gonna answer the question of if he kills the kid or the elderly person with a train. <laughs> I'm steamrolling that old person. <laughs> but that's all time we got for today. Thanks for listening. Catch the same time, same place next week, wherever you get your podcasts. Tweet yes. Trevor. Abro's friend and I, the pod, everyone out the podcast, but I will try to tweet this week because I forgot to write uh, some points. So <laughs> that's why I went philosophical. So that until then, <laughs> but thanks for listening and bye. Bye. Love you, Nathan.